For thousands of years, we have known that unicorns are the most fuckable mythical creature and that the Earth is flat. Zack and Jesse beg to differ. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. We are here. We are live. We are Round Earthers Society. Welcome. Well, we're not live, but we're live at the time. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. I'm Zach. I'm Jesse. Hi, Zach. Hi. I'll talk a little louder than that. I'm not trying to be all... All right. Be all weird. We were talking about Freddy Krueger. You want to keep talking about Freddy Krueger? I don't know a lot about. You were giving me an education on on, well, no. on F Krugs. Yeah, but then if I if I screw it up, then somebody who like watches still watches a lot of horror stuff, um, they'll call me out on it. I don't want that. Okay. From my understanding, though, like it, and I think it shows it in one of the early movies. Uh, his his mother was a nun, and she was working at like some kind of a prison. There was like a prison outbreak, and like all the prisoners raped her. And that's how Freddy Krueger was conceived. Oh, God. Beautiful story, right? I mean, then the guy went on. I don't think, I'm not sure in the original if he was a child molester, though. I'm not sure about that. He might have just been killing kids. I'm not sure. That's dark. In the newer one, you've seen the newer ones, right? No. Because in the newer ones, he's a child molester. I haven't seen any. I don't, if it's horror, I haven't seen it. I don't like horror movies. What about like B-horror movies? No. I don't like horror movies, period. Have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No. It's on Netflix. You should watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. All K's in that, like Killer Clowns. Mm-hmm. Great movie. What's horror? Like, you don't like any horror? No, I don't like being scared. Have you seen, like, The Thing? No. It's not, I mean, it's still, like, kind of horror. Have you seen Aliens? No. I'm actually kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of getting offended here. Why have you not seen these? Because they're not scary. You're, actually, you're a big boy. Look how strong you are. I just saw you throw a boomerang, <laughs> <laughs> and that shit came right back to you. <laughs> I just, I just don't like being scared. Hmm. Are you scared a lot? I will get movies affect me very deeply. So you have like a, you have an emotional response to a lot of movies. I have an emotional response. If I enjoy the movie in whatever capacity, I will have an emotional response. Now I'm gonna be honest. In my older age, this didn't happen to me when I was younger, but in my older age, when I see certain scenes in movies, they do get to me. But I'm not gonna admit it anywhere else. I'm 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 very quick to cry at a movie. You're not gonna see me. It's cry. not it's not but hard I get, to make me cry. I get I get, I get choked up in some of these movies now. Uh, and just most of it has to do with children and stuff like that. It's the parts where, you know, there's some, there's some stuff that'll make me choke up. Not gonna lie. And as you get older, it gets worse. <laughs> just wait. Like I'm going to tell you now, maybe, maybe not for you because you were already crying and crying at your younger age. Yeah. But for me, I know it's because when I was younger, I was like, ah, you know, fuck it. <laughs> movies, movies do make me cry pretty good. But now that I get older, it's like. That is kind of sad. The thing is, I get so absorbed. If I I get so absorbed into movies, so deeply absorbed, that it has a lasting effect for hours afterwards. That's kind of it's interesting. Like, like I'll give you an example. I have you ever seen the movie Hunt for the Wilder People? No. Oh my God, Jesse! This is <laughs> probably this is in my top three favorite movies. It's Taika Waititi. 
He's amazing. You it's, sure love. You sure love Waititi. It's he. This movie is so good. Okay, I've probably seen it twenty times. It's so so good. Um, it's uh just a heart. It's got um. Oh, I can't remember his name. The guy from Twister. Bill Paxton. Maybe it's not Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah, Bill Paxton's. I, mean, I don't know how old the movie is, but Bill do you Paxton's know, dead. Do you know in the opening scenes of Thor Ragnarok, they're having that play with Matt Damon? Yeah. And then there's that guy who plays Odin in yeah, that same it's play. A, it's, a, it's the guy from Jurassic Park, isn't it? Yes, it's the guy I from can't Jurassic think, Park. I, I, what's stupid is, yeah. as big as he is, I can't think of his name. Yes, <laughs> he, he is in that movie. Along with um, the fat kid from Deadpool 2. <laughs> Have you seen Deadpool 2? Yeah. Um, the fat kid with the fire hands. I don't actually don't remember who that is. I've seen Deadpool 2, but I think I've only seen it okay. once. Uh, he's like the villain of the movie. Not, mm. um, but anyway, it's those guys. And this kid is a troubled youth. And he gets adopted. And then I'm going to... Sorry, here's some spoilers don't, ahead. Don't ruin the end for me, because if I this is a really royal, good movie, I, I might... Ru- ruin. Ru- I won't ruin the end. But anyway, um, some things happen, and this kid ends up running away into the bush in New Zealand. And it's about this kid and this guy surviving out in the bush. And it is... It's hilarious. It's heartwarming. It's beautifully shot. Hmm. It's a great movie. That sounds cool. I like it. It's a great movie to watch with your family. It's a very family movie. I have a family. Um, And it's like, it's really, really good. Where do I find this movie? Anyway, but um, it's on Hulu, actually, right now. Really? Yes. It is on Hulu. What's the name of it again? Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. And it's, oh, that's unprofessional. Oh, shit. Um, I got a new phone, by the way. I can see. You got the 11, don't you? No, the S20. Oh, I was going to say, it has like six cameras on the back. The so S20 Plus. Up with that? I don't know. It takes real cool night shots. I just saw the back. So I guess I guess the Apple one only has four, doesn't it? Or four little... Yeah, suck it, Apple. So not six or five or whatever that is. Uh, but anyway, uh, I I like it. It's a little bit too big. My When I'm typing, m- my palms hit the screen. Too big. It doesn't look very wide. It looks long. But not it doesn't it's have a kind of big. It's long, and, but it doesn't have a lot of girth. And I had the S9 before this, and the fingerprint sensor was on the back. Oh, that's stupid. Oh no, it was awesome. That was the best place for really? it. Really? Yes, it but was so convenient. When you're holding it, you so, don't accidentally hit it. No. So when you pick it up, you just touch your finger to the back, and it unlocks the phone. This one, the fingerprint sensor is like in here. And I don't mm. like that as okay, much. Okay, no, no, okay, I get it. I just thought maybe it would accidentally, you'd accidentally turn the screen on a bunch of times by like reaching in your pocket and you'd grab it. But no. Maybe not. No, not as much as you'd think. It was really nice having it in the back as yeah. opposed to here. Yeah, because it's awkward putting it's your thumb there. It's awkward putting my thumb here. Yeah. And this one doesn't read as well. Um, you you have an expensive, that's an expensive phone, right? Yeah. An expensive phone and you don't have a case on it. Okay. <laughs> This case, case like, this case debacle has been a nightmare. Let me tell you about getting a case for this actually, fucking this, phone. This happened to me before, too. Keep okay. <laughs> so I bought a case on Amazon when I got the phone. Case comes. Wrong fucking case. Wrong size. <laughs> di- totally different phone. I'm trying to jam it in there. It's not going. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Jam harder. So so I'm like, okay, it's bunk. Well, what do I do? I return that one to Amazon, although I still haven't sent it back. Um, 
and I buy another case. Well, then I get a thing. The case has been delivered. Well, guess what? The case wasn't delivered. I never got it, okay? The package that was on my doorstep was for my neighbor. It wasn't for me. So I still do not have a case. I bought two cases for this phone. One didn't fit. One never showed up. What the actual F? Did you go to your neighbor? Did he? Did it just get delivered to the wrong house? No, it didn't because we gave him his package and he didn't have one of our packages. Unless he's trying to jack my phone case. Well, I just mean, was the package that you gave him, was that the phone case that went uh, to the wrong address? That's all I'm asking. I don't. I, if your neighbor's cool, because I mean, is this at your parents' house? Yeah. So your parent, your neighbor probably knows your parents. I know my neighbor. Okay, so they, they wouldn't fuck you over. No, no, he would give it, give us our package. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Plus <laughs> he said it back and he's like, I didn't order no fucking so phone it's case. Been a, it's been a fucking debacle. <laughs> anyway. Back to the movie thing. Movies deeply affect me. Anyway, the first time I saw that movie, that movie takes place in New Zealand. Hunt for the Wilder People. Just like Lord of the Rings. And, uh, and they all have New Zealand accents. Well, I got so deeply absorbed into that movie <laughs> that my thoughts... <laughs> for hours afterwards had a New Zealand ass my internal monologue had an accent <laughs> for hours afterwards and I couldn't stop I couldn't make it not happen that's awesome like that's how deeply movies affect me I was with a I had an ex and she would get she can't watch any anything that's like a serious movie because it emotionally affects her for like days afterwards so anything that's like really emotional you know sad whatever like she can't do it she can watch like thriller you know not like thrillers but like stuff whatever but she can't watch anything that's like drama that it'll just affect her for days um or at least that's what she'd tell me there's one movie that i've seen and i've only seen it once and it was an amazing movie but i don't know if i could ever watch it again what's the movie three billboards outside ebbing missouri I have not heard of it. Um, it was an amazing, amazing movie. So fucking good. Sam Rockwell's in it. Um, there's some other people. It's, it's, oh my God. It was so good. But it is so, it's a dark comedy. And by dark comedy, I mean it is dark. Like, so dark to the point where I'm surprised it was still funny. Like, um... And I believe it's based on a true story, but it was so emotionally upsetting, just upsetting and that I don't know if I can watch it again, but it was so good. But you've only seen it once. I've only seen it once. Does it, does it have a bad ending? No, it's not the bad ending. It's it's the whole concept of the movie is very upsetting. It's about this mother whose daughter was raped and then burned alive. Burned to death. What? Yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't watch it. There's a movie that there's some movies that I don't watch that that I don't. Um I would highly recommend the movie. I would say you should watch it cuz it is so good. But it's so and there are some, but it's also, it's really, really funny. Um, Sam Rockwell plays this like really racist cop and it's like hilarious. And I don't know, but that part, I, I can see why you wouldn't want to rewatch it because of that, because there's a, what's a, what's the guy from, 
I can't even think of his name. It doesn't doesn't matter. The, the movie's called Casualties of War, and there's a pretty horrific rape scene in it. So I don't I don't actually watch that movie because, you know, it's like it's, it's like this platoon of guys that get they, they go down this road, right? And one of them still has his senses and he's still there. Yeah. But the other guys just want to fuck stuff up, kill people, kill civilians, uh, rape civilians, things mm-hmm. like that. And this guy's just like in a position where if he tries to do anything, he's going to be killed. Yeah. So he's stuck in that he's stuck in that outfit. And it, it gets worked out, but it's it's a pretty fucked up movie, so I don't I don't watch that scene anymore for sure. So I get that. But I would watch I would I would recommend it. I just can't I I'll probably watch it again at some point. But now that Taiki was the Taiki Waititi? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. He just they just announced him for a for a Star Wars movie, right? I know they announced him for Thor four. I think they announced him for a Star Wars movie this last week. Um, and he also, well, he directed the final episode of The Mandalorian. Well, and that's what they were talking about. I think I think he ended up getting a movie or a series, something like that. Um, let me uh, let me confirm that. But it's uh, because he's amazing. He's really he is just no. He well, so I, I like his. I mean, I've only seen a couple of movies by him. I maybe I've only seen one movie by him. I believe I've seen all of his movies except one. Okay, on May 4th, it says Taiki Watiti to direct, co-write new Star Wars film. That's going to be good. Yeah, well, I, I didn't remember if I linked Janet or not, but that's what the, that's what the big headline was on everywhere. So it's it's announced. That's going to be good. I don't know what it's about. I, I ha- See, there, there are some people I wouldn't trust with Star Wars. I trust Taika Waititi with literally well, anything. Imagine what, you know, especially if you get away from that main storyline, which they totally fucked up. Yeah. They get away from that main storyline now. That's the only good thing. It's the only good thing about it being over is that it's over. There's so many good stories to tell in that universe. So now, I mean, you could you could make whatever you want up. You can do whatever you want. And you, you can, can just take, move on. And he could imagine shooting those Star Wars movies and that in his in you know in his uh, style already. I think it could be pretty cool. Imagine Thor Ragnarok with lightsabers. Yeah, <laughs> you could do some cool shit. Yeah. Especially like old, I mean, because I think the older public stuff's gonna be cool anyway. Mm-hmm. I think, unless they t- t- figure out how to fuck that up too. I, I'm still, still so upset about what they did. I can't talk about. It. We don't want to do that. Let's yeah. just stay positive. I can't talk about seven, eight, and nine. I just can't do it. I thought seven was good. Seven was at least enough to like make you feel that maybe they would be able to do it. And what what gets me, and I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Maybe you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, like, I mean that in a way that because some people like love it, love it, right? And they know all the they know all the shit behind it. Like some of the Star Wars guys. I'm yeah. not one of them. Guys I'm not either. really. I'm not that guy either. But Lord of the Rings is so well done in the idea that their movies are so consistent, they fit together so well, they're the same theme, all done. I think they're like shot if, like almost within the same time. You know, if if. If Disney had just had J.J. Abrams do the entire trilogy, it would have been infinitely better. Just, I'm not saying J.J. Abrams is the most amazing director on the face of the planet, but he's competent. Yeah. Okay? He's at the very least competent, and having one person execute a vision is always going to be better than having three separate people try and execute one vision without the communication there that needed to be there. So if J.J. Abrams had just done the whole thing, it would have been way better. Just yeah. realistically, it I mean, would have. It just it just makes sense. Yeah. And in the movie would have felt. It would. I'm guessing it would have felt like the same theme throughout, and it would have been like one long movie as opposed to three. 
just weird, weird. <laughs> weirdly constructed pieces are all stuck together. Yes. So I don't I don't get any of that shit. And uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, maybe we should just stay away from that. I still haven't watched The Mandalorian. You, that's my fan. I saw you looking around. This is my fan on there. I don't think it'll really pick it up on here. <clears throat> what? What are you doing? Oh, that's a fan. In the- <laughs> yeah, that's a fan on the computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see you looking around like, what is I'm like, what's what is that going fucking on? noise? You know I'm annoying. I'm a, I'm a sound freak. Oh, I know. Freak. I know. Like, uh, that's why I'm glad you're not all hyped up on, <sighs> on different drugs and they're not conflicting right now because you're really doing pretty well. Oh, thanks, Jesse. Jesus, I do pretty well every fucking week. I'm a joy, and a, uh, no, you're you're certainly a joy. You know, I've, it definitely changes the dynamic. I think there was some other movie news this week, other than that piece. Other than yeah, because I think that's going to be great. I imagine he can make something that's really interesting, and that's the thing with Star Wars, man. There's nothing. There hasn't been anything new in Star Wars, and I don't know, forty years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing nothing really neat or cool. Uh, I just want to see some badass dope shit. I think, you can, I think you can definitely get that. The Mandalorian was very good, though. I still haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it. It's very I'm... good. It's amazing to see someone act under a helmet and do it so well. Well, that guy's a great actor anyway. Because you only see his face one time in yeah. that entire series. And the entire first season, at least. Which is a cool idea. I like I like the idea of even doing that. It's just neat. And plus, it kind of just... If you hold down on something for a long time, mm-hmm. as long as you do it well, it's always a nice reveal. You know? Like, it always... I think it always... Uh, it's just... It works out well in the end. Yeah. If you can do it. So, Thor 4 was announced. I, everything's pushed back right now, right? Everything know. got pushed. It's so depressing. Is this, is this summer even really going to happen? Because I got whatever summer blockbusters. Because wasn't there like no, Black Widow and shit? Black Widow got pushed back to November. The <laughs> November? Holy shit. Because yeah. November's not... I mean, maybe this year will be different. But I don't think November's typically like a really big... Falcon and Winter Soul. Well, they have a... What Marvel does now is... Before they had a, like, a March-April release... And a November-ish release or a summer release. So now they're moving that back to a fall. They're not doing it because originally the Eternals was supposed to come out in February. Now that's getting pushed to like June. Who, who's in that one? Angelina Jolie and... Uh, Angelina Jolie? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say... And Kumail Nanjiani and... It's going to sound a little... It's going to sound a little sexist. Kit, Kit Harrington's in it. That's the one I was... See, that's what I was wondering about. Mm-hmm. So he's in the Eternals. Yes. Because he was supposed to be... Was it? He's the Black, Black Knight. Black Knight. Which, I, I based on what I know about that character, which is not a ton, um, that it's kind of a lame character, uh, but we'll see what they do because he might be different in the movies. Yeah. Well, because you, you could... I mean, if, especially if you're going to use a lame character, you're going to have to spice it up. If not, it's going to be even worse on film. Yeah. Because it'll just be terrible. And people will be like, why did you even do this? <clears throat> I'm surprised. Angelina Jolie is a great actress. Or actor. I actually don't like using actress because it's kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. It seems like we should just call them all actors and just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she's great. But what is she playing exactly? She's playing... Cause she is getting she's getting a little older, just in terms of an actor. I don't mean a woman. I just mean yeah. in terms of an actor. She's playing, I believe, Cersei. Someone, I believe, she's playing Cersei. 
um, who is a... Her name's actually Cersei? Yeah, so... Like Lord of the Rings type? Or not Lord of the Rings, I meant to say uh, Game of Thrones Cersei? uh, Yeah, but like Cersei, like from Greek mythology, the one who can... Mm. She's a reality warper of some kind. Now, okay, she's she's still on, you know, maybe she can still pull off. She's good in some other stuff. It's just, Mm. she got weird with the whole... Blood, then, vi- blood vials around the neck and, kind of stage, yeah. you know, and, and it maybe because if you get really, if you're too hot for a while, maybe you just have to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, it never goes well, it seems like. And then, you know, they got Mahershala Ali to do Blade. They're going to reboot Blade and it's going to be Mahershala Ali, so. Is that the guy from, uh, tell me, who's that guy again? He's the guy from 12 Years a Slave. And, and what else is he from? And he was in True Detective. He won an he won an Academy Award for, I think, Twelve Years a Slave. For some reason, I was thinking that was a different guy. Is, or maybe he was in Moonlight. It was either Moonlight or Twelve Years a Slave. It I know, was I saw, one of those I need to watch Oscar winning black people movies. How do you? Uh, how do? You, what's his? Uh, how do you spell his name? You don't have to. Mahersha, M-A-H-E-R-S-H-A. Oh, shit. You actually got it close enough that it helped me. I think that guy? Yeah, he's playing Blade. I don't think he's a 12-year slave guy, right? Or 12 years a slave. I don't know. I think so. What's what's it say he was in? Moonlight, True Detective. Oh, okay. So it was Moonlight. Alita Battle Angel. Oh, he was Luke Cage. I actually hadn't watched Luke Cage, but I was going to. He wasn't Luke Cage. Oh, it says he's in it then. I don't know why it says he's in it. He wasn't. I, in I it. don't. I don't. I didn't actually watch it, so I don't know. I haven't. I didn't watch Luke Cage either. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. It's like, hey, we're gonna talk about movies we've never seen <laughs> but heard about. But <laughs> we're tell you about them. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't think. What's the point of doing the redoing Blade? They want to incorporate Blade into the MCU. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. I think. Um, they're also probably rebooting Ghost Rider. Good, because I always like Ghost Rider. I like Nicolas Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage is yeah, Ghost Rider. Like no. I, I like him in general. Like I just watched Raising Arizona again with the kids. Raising Arizona is great, and he's great in some other stuff. Mm-hmm. I even like Con Air, and he's not good in that movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> but because he does like a Southern accent thing. Have you ever seen Con Air? Yeah, I've seen Con Air. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's goofy as shit, but it's it's fun. I like it. Um, <laughs> he shouldn't have been Ghost Rider. I don't know why you'd ever think that. Like that seems like a bad idea. But so they're gonna who's 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 Ghost Rider? They you haven't announced anybody yet. They're talking about there's rumors that uh, there's a couple rumors going around. Oh, Keanu Reeves. That's cool. They're talking about there's a rumor that Keanu Reeves is going to be Ghost Rider. Um, which would be interesting. He he said Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's a good one too. Matthew McConaughey was in one of the final candidates to be Doctor Strange as well. You were telling me that, and I and I can't even see it now because uh, Cumberbatch he does such an amazing job. Yeah, but I bet Matthew McConaughey would have done a pretty oh, fucking he great done job a too. Good job too. Yeah. Um. So I don't think you can go wrong. It'd be great. I mean, I think that's Keanu Reeves will be entering the MCU soon. Every phase of Marvel movies, they have met with Keanu Reeves to see if there's anything he's willing or wanting to do. Yeah, because isn't there another like role, like a guy with a, some kind of a sword or something? Isn't there like yeah. a there was somebody else they were talking about bringing him in as? 
I've also heard about him being brought in as maybe one of the cosmic entities, as in, like, maybe someone, because he kind of has that kind of vibe of being sort of bigger than life, sort of, um, so there's that. I can see him plant filling a lot of different roles, uh, but there's also uh, the other rumor, good casting rumors that I've heard, and this one's been around forever is John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, hmm. which I'm on board with. I've also heard Aubrey Plaza for She-Hulk. Um, who's that? Aubrey Plaza. She's from Parks and Recs. She's extremely cute. Uh, kind of weird looking, <laughs> but like cute. <laughs> kind of weird looking, but cute. The only reason they're rebooting Blade is because Mahersha Ali asked them to. He, they, because they asked Kevin Feige, the president of the studio, they were like, why are you doing Blade? He's like, because Mahersha asked us to. <laughs> the, the thing, um, the, the reason I asked, okay, I, I see who you're talking about in terms of mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza. The reason I asked is because Wesley Snipes was a great Blade. The yes. first, the first Blade movies is really well done. Mm-hmm. The second, third is okay, fine. Like they, I don't think they gave him as good as scripts, but he was great as Blade. Now I, mm-hmm. I get he's a little, maybe he's a little too old now. Mm-hmm. I get it, but man, he was sure good. And that other guy sure doesn't look like him. I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to be as good. I don't see how you can make a better Blade than Wesley Snipes was. So that's the only thing I don't like is like if yeah. you have too good of a movie to start with. It's like, how are you going to make as good of a movie? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big Blade fan. I wouldn't say I love the Blade. I, even I, the first one? I haven't even read any read any of the oh. Blade comics. or I've seen Blade. It was a very long time ago. But I, I wouldn't s- say Blade is a character I'm super interested in. I, in the first movie is great. That was a, the, I, I wasn't introduced to the character until the first movie. Yeah. Which was 1999 or whatever, 98 or whatever the hell it was. Something like that. The characters I like are the ones that are OP. Yeah. Are the ones that are just <laughs> insane. I that's I like the Thor. I like Thor. I like the Incredible Hulk. I like Captain Marvel. I like uh, I like those people. The people who are so just have these ridiculous displays of power. Doctor Strange is one of those too. Those I'm not are into the, that stuff. Those are the characters that I like. I'm in for the more of the everyday type of characters who can beat those characters. <laughs> like the, the you know, like the you know, I would go Batman over Superman kind of stuff. Like how do you how Superman's do you almost, a boring character. How do you but well yeah, I, I get that, but I'm just saying like the idea that the you know, the almost a superhuman type of man can beat the superhero, you know, uh in like the Conan the Barbarian they're talking about bringing Conan the Barbarian somehow in. I don't it's probably not a very good idea. And some of the comic books look atrocious. I've seen some of the covers because I'm in some different Conan yeah. groups. And uh, they're trying to like an advanced version of Conan and like modern day. It was terrible. And um, they also did like the Savage Avengers, I believe. Is that what it's called? Yeah, there's like, there's one yeah. with Conan in there. Because yeah. I like, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I didn't really watch the original Punisher movies because I didn't think they were great. The ones uh, with John Travolta? There's <laughs> one with John Travolta. Is, are you sure about he's that? the Punisher, yeah. Okay, I don't know about that one, but there was a couple other people who were not not the not the guy from The Walking Dead, but before him, um, there were some other ones that I didn't think they were that great. He was a great Punisher, but, but I like the I like the guy I like the idea of the Punisher. I love Wolverine. Uh, of course, I love Conan the Barbarian. You know, these are people that obviously they have 
limits to their power, right? I mean, yeah, because I mean, Conan the Barbarian, he's not even like a superhero, really. It's just they they like bring him along. So I'm I'm I like those guys. So sure, can Wolverine get destroyed by Magneto? Yes, but is Wolverine pretty badass and vicious? <laughs> also, yeah. yes, I like the vicious, darker, grittier characters. Yes, I get that. Uh, the Punisher is very compelling. Yeah. Because he's like just a regular dude. And in the comics, he goes toe to toe with some pretty insane people because he's just so ruthless and he's intelligent. Now, yeah, and something, not that I'm saying I like ruthless stuff. I'm just saying, like, even even the movie Logan. Do you like, do you care for the movie? I loved Logan. Logan, like, there's a certain viciousness to, to Wolverine. You know, like, there's something there. Like, he, there's more of an animal. It's, there's a piece of, like, animal still in him. Yes. And he can he can access that and just be absolutely vicious. I, and there's something about that that I can, like, I attach to. I, I, I think Logan is one of the best examples of what a superhero movie should be like around. Yeah. Honestly. Because he's... It's real. Yeah, it's real. It feels so real. He has a limited... I mean, he can be killed. Like, it's not like a... He's not Superman, because if you're Superman and you're a little too much, that's yeah. why if you get, if you don't do the story well and you have someone who's overpowered, it makes it hard to like, because you got to build up the, you know, some suspense that maybe he can't overcome whatever, right? Like, there's, mm-hmm. and it's Superman. It's like you have to invent shit just to try to like shut him down. I don't know. Like, yeah. You have to like, okay, what's his kryptonite, you know? Um, but I'm excited for some more cosmic, I'm excited for the more cosmic side of the movies. The sort of the interplanetary stuff, the stuff the Guardians of the Galaxy is starting to explore. Yeah. That's what I'm really excited for. I mean, honestly, because like, I don't know, Black Widow, like the Hawkeye, the ground-based characters, okay. I could care less about. I kind of I agree with you on those two because I'm not... I want I'm, them to at least have something dope about yeah. them. Yeah, like, because no. I mean, I like what's her, uh, what's her name? Um... The girl plays Black Widow. I can't think Scarlett of Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson's great. She's always great and stuff. You know, and I like her. I certainly like her, and I liked her in a bunch of stuff. Um, is that like some movie I'm like dying to see? Uh, no, I like Iron I, I'm Man. I'm a huge I, Marvel fan, and it's not something I'm dying to see. I think Taskmaster is going to be a cool villain. Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not. I, I haven't read all these comic books. I'm not. Okay. I wasn't the big nerd. In that Taskmaster is the in the Marvel like comics world, the best hand to hand fighter, like the best hand to hand combat person in the entirety of Marvel comics, because what he can do is he has the ability. His like superpower is to recognize and replicate the fighting styles of whoever he's fighting. So basically, he knows what you're gonna do before you do it. Um, and so he, when it comes to hand to hand combat, he is, he's the preeminent fighter. How come I don't even know who this is? Has he been in, he's not been in any movie, right? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Just wanted to make sure that <laughs> I've not seen him anywhere. I do agree. Okay. I do agree. The, some of the human type of people, some of the human type superheroes like Captain America mm-hmm. are extremely boring. Okay. And I don't really... I don't attach them as much. So I, you got to have more powers than that. Like you still got to make it look more like, you know, superhuman in some way. Cause I'm mm-hmm. assuming this guy would absolutely kick the shit out of Captain America. Captain America doesn't do that much. Yeah. Until he gets like Thor's hammer, which was his coolest 
which was his coolest scene, like you'd said. Oh, that was Cap. Yeah, because then he was like, okay, now there's something new here. Now it's, well, because I think it shows what Captain America is actually capable of with the right tool set. Yes, instead of like just jumping around, instead kicking of, you in the instead face. Instead of him just being kind of strong and doing what he can do, yeah. you know, it it did show how capable Captain America really is because that's that's part of his character is that he's incredibly capable, you know, that he's incredibly uh, adept at taking care of things. Uh, even when, you know, the odds are against him. And I think that showed a good, hmm. a, a good piece of, you know, how, how formidable Captain America really is. Yeah, I like that. That's a good way of explaining uh, the other, it. There was another good scene, actually, in The Winter Soldier, where he took down a, uh, a, uh, oh, what's it called? I've only actually seen Winter Soldier once. <laughs> oh, he took down a jet on his own, and it was very cool. Um, where he just like demolished this jet out, of, and it was it was a great scene. I can't remember what they're called, but anyway, there there, I think Captain America didn't get done enough justice. <laughs> It's funny using the word justice and like anything <laughs> describing Captain America because it's just, I don't know, it's almost like it was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> there was somebody I, w- I was going to talk about off that, but I don't remember what it was now. It's going to come back to me. Give me a second here. But I would like to see, I would like to see some real heavy hitters because even Thanos didn't get done justice. Thanos in it's the comics, awesome. Thanos in the comics is is a constant. He's a cosmic like force to be reckoned with. Even without the uh, even without the infinity gauntlet. And that's the part that didn't get played up because it would be nice. It would kind of be nice to see more from his point of view. Mm-hmm. Um cuz then you could you could just do more. Cuz yeah, he doesn't look without the infinity gauntlet. He doesn't look that awesome, right? I mean, like, you know, he yeah. still kicks her ass pretty good, but Oh, no. I mean, not... Thanos is incredibly capable. Yeah. I mean, just that's the nature of Thanos is he's like the big bad in Marvel Comics. I mean. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I know what I was going to say now. There's initially I, I said I didn't like care for this movie that much, but I've been watching. I've watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 quite a few more times since then. Mm-hmm. And it's grown on me a lot more. Like I've. Because I was like, oh, yeah, the first one's so good, and the second one's going to... What I'm upset about is that they took Peter Quill's powers away from him. I wish they hadn't done that. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if, if they're going to stay, if see, that's stay what, like that's that. That's what I'm wondering. Because uh, yeah. I don't like it either, and I just feel like maybe maybe something will come back to him. Maybe there'll be something more to that later. Because Hopefully so. this next Guardians movie is going to be the last Guardians movie. with the oh, current, is that, is yeah, that really? With the current roster. Um, but Chris Pratt wants to stick around. He wants to keep doing the movies. He really, really likes Star Lord. He's great at it. And he's great at it. He plays an excellent Star Lord. Um, and you know what? People don't give him enough credit or the Guardians enough credit. If you don't get that they're like incredibly capable, like a, as a team, like I thought Guardians of the Galaxy 2 did them justice in that. And then it showed how each individual like member is so exceedingly like capable yeah. And like uh, what they can actually do, like how Rocket on his own, like pretty easily took down most of those Ravagers like and, you mm. know, um, so uh, but Star-Lord himself is also incredibly 
capable at taking down. They they do such a nice job in the movies. Just the way yeah. they the way they play. I mean the the person who selects the music. I mean like the music is perfect for what's going on. They they weave it into the actual storylines. Mm-hmm. They do such a nice job. So then I can just I listen to the I listen to the shit out of the uh, the this soundtrack and the kids love it too because it's, it's just, so good. It's such a good soundtrack and it plays so well in the movie. And then I can listen to songs and imagine where they are in the movies. You yeah, know? and you can feel it. Yeah, so that's and that's what's cool about it because even I've been listening to the shit out of that Brandy song from the second one. Yeah, you know what song I'm talking about? Like when it starts off with a you know a young Kurt Russell and his mother yeah. driving and they're listening to that song and she's singing it to him. Yeah, and I've been playing the shit out of that song, and he and he even uses that in the movie. Like, hey, me and you were the sailor in that song, you know, like you know, like your mother, mm-hmm. you know, your mother was Brandy, you know, or or you know, uh, what's her name is Brandy, but we're the sailor, mm-hmm. and we still got to, you know, we still got to sell basically. And it was just really, really well done. The whole thing, I love, and I love Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. I don't like what had to happen to him. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, but it it makes sense in terms of the. Uh, <laughs> In terms of the thing, my my question though, do you know much about the movie? About what movie? About Guardians of the Galaxy two. I know much about many things. Was that was that from the comics? No, no. Okay, so none of the stuff's from the comics. Peter Quill, no. In the comics, Peter Quill's dad, his name is Jason of Spartax, and he is the king of. That's not even another... his dad. That's not even his dad from the comics. No, they just made that up. They just yep. Was Ego from the comics? Ego of the Living Planet is from the comics, yes. But, um... Why would they do that? In the comics, his dad is Jason from Spartax. And he, basically, the reason he left at that time was because he was he's king of Spartax. And he had to leave because he was king. That, that you know... Um, and then it ends up being where Peter has to, like... You know, he finds Peter and they talk about him being king of Spartax because, you know, he's his son. And so it is very different in the comics and that, no, Ego is not Star-Lord's dad. Why would they, I wonder whether they make, would would make such a big difference to include someone because now Ego, he won't even matter. Like what's the, I guess they don't, I guess he's just a throwaway. Maybe they were never going to use him in any other way. And Kurt Russell's perfect for it. Yeah. Is Spartax, is that almost like, is that like some kind of warrior culture, like Sparta kind of thing? Is that a play um, off the name? You know, I don't know that much about it. I just know kind of that that's who so he Jason's dad. So in the, or, in the or, comics, or, he does or, meet his father. Dad, yes. But his father, he doesn't have to like kill his own dad kind of thing. <laughs> no, no. But his dad is still kind of a dick. Um, okay. Which I guess, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you work that out, but it, that's very weird they would do that just so they could get Kurt Russell. And it's like, hey, well, let's just make a miss. I think it's because they didn't want, because everyone who read the comics assumed it was going to be Jason of Spartax, right? Yeah. I think they wanted to make it fun for everybody. So they, that's why, because a lot of the comic stuff has changed. Um, so it, it Yeah. It's just different. Well, I get that you got to make like I, I get that you got to change things because once you're trying to put it, you know, in a movie format, things have to change, right? Things have to become more a little, a little more simplified or whatever, or you have to add pieces in to try to tell the story. Well, well, like just for instance, like Stormbreaker, Thor's new axe, yeah, totally 
there is a, a, totally a construct, totally different from a, in the comics. There is a Stormbreaker, but it's a hammer. And so what happens is th- basically there's a disturbance on the moon and Nick Fury sends Thor out to go investigate it. And Thor goes out and he finds this this spaceship that's crashed and there's this guy there, this alien. They're called Corbinites. And um, they end up fighting. And this guy can ends up lifting Thor's hammer. Okay. And this is the first time that happened in the comics. So then they get transported back to Asgard and Odin's like, who are you? How did you like, cause this guy could lift Thor's hammer, meaning he was worthy. And you find out that this guy's name is Beta Ray Bill and that he is like the protector of his people that he's like just a, and they have him and Thor fight to, over the hammer because technically he lifted it. So technically it's his and they fight over it and Beta Ray Bill wins. He beats Thor. And, um, so what happens is Odin has a second hammer made called Stormbreaker and it's given to Beta Ray Bill and Thor keeps Mjolnir because Beta Ray Bill is like, if, if we had fought anywhere else, I think you would have won, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then that goes on as like this big, long lasting friendship between Beta Ray Bill and Thor. Hmm. Um, Thor does have an axe in the comics but it's like just an enchanted axe that's not like that big of a deal it's from when he because there's a storyline where he becomes unworthy to wield Mjolnir and uh, so he fights with this axe during that time Um, and it's just kind of like this enchanted axe it's not really all that in a bag of chips but (laughs) so Stormbreaker is totally different in the comics it's totally different concept they just stole the name I find it so weird when they do that stuff. Like, I mean, I I guess I get it because you still want to play like you still you still want to you know you use a term or whatever that makes people mind. They go back to the comics, you know, or whatever, or something that has to do when you kind of make this mismatch of whatever. But yeah, it seems weird to do and, that. In those instances. And Beta Ray Bill was actually in an original cut of Ragnarok, but he got cut out because they didn't have enough time to do him justice. But if Who, you who's supposed to play him, I'm not sure. They don't. Okay, know. so you don't even know, like, because they were yeah. trying to do some kind of a scene, but you don't even know who. Yeah, he was in one of the original scripts. Okay, but, so so they didn't have anybody acted out. They just had him in, like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, but he is gonna be in Thor four. They're they've been because they should use his brother, <laughs> Liam Hemsworth, <laughs> because. Beta Ray Bill is such a fan favorite for Thor fans because he was the first guy who lifted Thor's hammer. And that was like a huge deal in the comics. I mean, because like no one had done it. Um, so, but they did confirm that um, Christian Bale is going to be the bad guy in Thor 4. When Christian Bale has his shit together, he's a great actor. He just uh, has some little bit of turmoil in his personal life. And, and it's, uh, the rumor is that he will be Gore the God Butcher. I don't even know who that is. Oh, my God. (laughs) And if that's true, then that's going to be a fucking good movie. Because Gore the God Butcher is this guy who basically goes around and kills gods. He lived on this planet. He felt like their gods had forsaken them. 
because they were living like terribly they weren't listening so when all of his people like die including his children and um so gore goes insane he gets this thing called the necro sword and he goes around and starts killing gods um left and right and he's just and each time he kills a god he absorbs part part of them into himself so it's like highlander and he becomes like insanely powerful and um basically gore's like there shouldn't be any more gods because they they, they're good for nothing they don't do anything for anybody and um yeah so (sighs) that would be good but i'm excited for them to do because natalie portman is jane foster is going to be thor for at least part of the time during the fourth thor movie which is it gonna be portman yes so they're not changing her out no i don't really like natalie portman i don't love her either but i'm down to see her as thor I'm not really down to see her as Thor either. Because there's a whole run called the Mighty Thor with Jane Foster's Thor. That's yeah. during the unworthy Thor storyline. It's not that she's not great in some movies. Because she's, you know, she's capable. <laughs> Is she like, I, I don't know, would I want to watch whole movies from her? I would not. Uh, I don't still think, I didn't think she played a great Jane Foster. I don't know. I we'll think see. we'll have to see. I mean, again, I've never seen her. I don't think I've ever seen her do any kind of action stuff. Uh, no, not really. Well, I can't think of one. She did in that movie Annihilation. Okay, I didn't actually watch it. I saw that she was on the cover, and I was like, "Well, it was really good." Actually, I one. danced around it for a long time, and then I finally watched it, and it was super good. I thought she she was terrible in Star Wars too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even like. I mean, I guess she does a little bit of stuff in V for Vendetta, but I didn't think that movie. Some of my buddies love that shit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just okay. I haven't you know? seen V for Vendetta. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. There's going to be some good, cool stuff coming up. I'm excited. So it's, so part of the time she's going to have the hammer and have the power of Thor. And yeah. And be Thor. Yes. And Thor will be doing something? I'm guessing Thor will be otherwise occupied will be either imprisoned or something and then she'll become thor in order to have you read any leaks about it no okay i didn't know if there would be anything like that that sounds i mean it sounds interesting i don't i knew i'd heard stories that she was going to be or rumors that she was going to be thor and have the power of thor at least she is she is going to do that for whatever i knew that that was supposed to happen I was just hoping it wasn't going to be Natalie Portman still. I was hoping they were just going to change her out. Because she was not even... The second Thor movie's not great. She's in, she's in the second one still, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, because because Loki's going to kill her or something. Whatever he's going to do to her. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. has the... What you, yeah, okay. She, she has, has the reality stone inside yes, of her. Yes, that's what it yeah. is. That's what it is. And then, yeah, you have the whole Thor-Loki stuff. second one's not that great. Mm-hmm. I love the first one. I love Thor Ragnarok. Hopefully the fourth one will be... Is it still uh, who's who's directing it? Do you know Taika Waititi? Oh, it is. Okay, too bad he didn't direct all four of them. Yeah, I know. Well, the person they originally for Thor two, it was supposed to be Patty Jenkins, which is the woman who directed Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman! The first half of Wonder Woman is so good. I thought Wonder Woman was an excellent film. You seen? But do you, do you notice there's like a at some point though? It seems like the beginning is so incredibly well done, like the first half of it, and the end of it seems to wane a bit. <laughs> I don't know why. 
Maybe that's true. I don't know. I thought it was incredibly well done. The first half, I, I thought, thought was the, amazing. I thought the directing was phenomenal. Like, yeah. visually, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. She was supposed to do the second Thor movie originally, and she separated from Marvel because of creative differences, because they wouldn't let her do what she wanted to do. And if they had let her do what she wanted to do, it would have been a great movie. Okay, I, I believe that's probably true. That It does seem like they were lacking direction or something because in the second based, movie. And, and honestly, they should have let her do Justice League too, Because she is just exceedingly... She's very talented. I, uh, she, I mean, Wonder Woman was phenomenal. You hear, I, you hear they're yeah. going to release the Snyder Cut in theater? Yeah, yeah. You think that's going to be much different? Probably. Because like, uh, the movie... I, I, you know, people talked a whole bunch of shit on uh, Justice League. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was all right. It was okay. It's not like incredible. It's not like, okay, because I mean, it's not fair because you can compare it to the Marvel movies and be like, okay, this movie sucks. <laughs> but that's not exactly fair because it's not the same characters. Some of these characters, I mean, you only got what you got, man. You got Batman. I love Batman, but sometimes Batman, you know, he's not, he's not necessarily a great talker. <laughs> yeah. That's not really his forte. And then you have Superman who's pretty damn dull. Yeah. So there's two people right there. You know, it already makes kind of shit kind of tough. And I love Gil Gadot's great. I mean, she's amazing. Yeah. Wonder Woman. She's perfect. But, uh, and Jason Momoa is good as Aquaman. He's great. I thought Aquaman was very good too. Actually, I still haven't seen Aquaman. And, and it's not that I don't like Jason Momoa. See, they had him do the fucking newer Conan the Barbarian. And that movie sucked. And I'm not saying it wasn't his fault. Yeah. It was, it was a horrendous script fucking terrible never should have been made you know when i would because you know, there was some there was a rumor or a joke or something about quentin tarantino possibly doing like a conan the barbarian film or maybe it was a question in one of my groups i'm in mm-hmm. and i was like you know what that'd be pretty fucking interesting yeah <laughs> i don't even like tarantino i'm not a big tarantino fan but i guarantee you tarantino would capture the brutality of it yeah and that's exactly what this movie didn't do it didn't capture the brutality the viciousness it didn't do any of that shit. Like it didn't capture what I wanted, you know, what I thought Conan is or has always been. So it's pretty upsetting. Yeah. So I kind of still hold that against Jason Momoa a little bit. Not that he doesn't look the part. He looks good as Aquaman. Good looking guy. Big, strong guy. Not Conan. <laughs> He's a lot of things. Yeah. Conan's not Aquaman was very good. I really liked Aquaman. I'll watch it. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. Plus, I think, hell, I think it's even... I mean, I have Disney Plus because mm-hmm. it's on there. Isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Aquaman's on DC, bud. Oh yeah. So it's not on Disney. Isn't Plus Disney Plus great? <laughs> it is pretty great. Um, uh, I use it way more than I thought I would. That's where I've been watching, uh, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I, I can show the kids other other random movies and all kinds of cartoons. Yeah, just has it has all kinds of shit. I mean, just and there's so many old school cartoons you can watch. I've been watching. With my youngest, I mean, now he doesn't, he ain't gonna remember this. He's only about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I've been watching through all of Gargoyles. Do you ever watch Gargoyles? Uh-uh. Gargoyles is a great uh, cartoon from like, I think it ran from like 93 to 95. So it's only three seasons. Keith David does the voice for Goliath, who's the main gargoyle. You yeah. know who Keith David is? No. I don't like you. Mm. Keith David, he's the, in the Riddick movies, he's the Muslim guy in the first two Riddick movies. I haven't seen in Chronicles. Pitch of Black. It's in Pitch Black and then in Chronicles of Riddick right at the beginning. You seen Pitch Black? Have you seen Armageddon? Fuck, dude, you. I mean, I understand these movies. I understand these movies are closer to the time you were born. I get it, but it's still upsetting. <laughs> okay, don't think, don't think I'm not gonna remember this. 
I'm trying to think of some other cool shit that Keith David's done. Have you heard the army commercials where, where it's a guy with a deep voice? You know, Maybe. You, oh, fucking damn. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm just so I'm so upset with you right now. Like, I'm sorry. There's so much shit. Like you can go on and on. You can go fucking on and on, dude, about all kinds of shit. And then I ask you, like, oh, who's Keith David? And you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know. You know this guy? Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, Keith David. He does the voice of Goliath, and he's fucking great. And I, loved, I love him as an actor anyway. If you want to watch an old school goofy comedy from like, it's like from 91, Men at Work is great. He's also in They Live. You ever seen They Live? No. Fucking damn it, dude. Okay, two movies that are kind of horror movies, kind of, that you need to watch. Uh, one of them has Kurt Russell on it with, with Keith David, is The Thing. Mm-hmm. The Thing is extremely well done. It's not scary, but it is it is like a horror movie, but from 1981. The other one is They Live, and it's from like 1987. It has the old school wrestler Rowdy Rowdy Piper with Keith David, and it's about like mm-hmm. aliens taking over the world. It's a fucking great movie. Both of them are great. You need to watch more 80s horror movies that are not scary because you're a big boy now. Okay. <laughs> You're starting to crash over there. Uh, no, I'm not starting to crash. I am getting tired. Um, we're almost in an hour, so. You want to call it for now? Uh, well, I'm just thinking if we move on, it's going to be for something different for not that long. So at least if we cut it now, it's all been the same. Okay. It's fine. You know? All right. This has been an episode of the Round Earther Society uh, where we talked about mostly gay shit and um you know stuff like that lots of homosexual and bestiality stuff bestiality comes up an upsetting amount on this show an upsetting amount i'm not sure what's upsetting about bestiality like it's a central theme like to most of the stuff we do but (laughs) it's a central theme it's crucial to the the parts we play yeah All right. All right. Well, we will be back next week. And, you know, like, share, write us a review on iTunes or Google Play or somewhere. Tell your friends about us. We're on Spotify. We're on CastBox. We're on fucking Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on... We're everywhere now. Anywhere you can get your podcast, we are there. We we finally, we're on Spotify. You can listen to us there. Um. Just let your friends know about us because we're awesome. We're hilarious. Uh, you know, at least I am. And <laughs> anyway. All right. Thank you for listening. And we will be back with another episode um, next week. Bye-bye.